the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Mess It Up Podcast. I am your host, the Bowtie Guy, and I've got once again my beautiful wife, Bev, listening to Bev from California, as she might be known to you, uh, joining us for the show. Hi, friends. Oh, good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know how long I, I was going to have her I didn't know there. he was throwing it yeah, my way you know. for the rest of the show. Uh, so uh, <laughs> we're here to, to talk about some stuff, turn some messes into messages, perhaps, and uh, just kind of give you something to think about as you start off your week. Here we are closing in on the middle of uh, the month of October, jamming in on Bev's birthday. Woo-hoo. We're going to be heading out for Hawaii in a couple days. Um, so that's super fun. And uh, probably going to be, uh, I probably have to record a show or so in uh, Hawaii. So you get to hear the the frogs and birds and rain and stuff like that of Hawaii. Aloha. So yeah, get the aloha going. Warm yourselves up and um, we'll do that then. But right now, we're still here in beautiful Ridgecrest. So um, we love that as well. Hey, um, a couple of things to talk to you about. First of all, our social media. Don't forget to join us and participate after you join us in social media. Say hi, all those wonderful things. Do some reposts, some retweets, some hashtagging, some all that kind of stuff um, on the, the social media. And check us out on our Patreon account. You can become a uh, member by going to messituppodcast.com, click on the Become a Patron button, and you can financially support the ministry and the show. We got great news um, at the very end of September. Uh, we had a meeting, and we're recording this early, so it's right now the very end of September. Uh, so yesterday, as I record, we found out that we will be able to get back into the prisons very, very soon. So in October, we're hoping to be back in the prison, which means we're going to be sending people in. We're going to need to have supplies for the inmates. We're going to need to have gas for the missionaries who are driving back and forth to the prisons. We're going to need all that stuff. And we want to keep this show on the internet by having hosting and websites and all that. So that costs money. That, uh, that That's where we rely on you. And uh, I've been told that if it's God's will, it's God's bill. And the way that God pays those bills is by getting people to join our Patreon um, subscribers. So you can do that for as little as a dollar a month, but that doesn't mean you can't pay more. We'd love to have you do more. If you get all the way up to $25 a month or more, you are qualified to join our book club where we read uh, books and talk about them together with other Patreon members. You also, by becoming a, a patron, you get access to our Patreon chat server or our Discord chat server um, so you can talk with other members and just get acquainted that way. So check that out, messituppodcast.com. Click on the Become a Patron button and that takes care of it. Hey, Bev, I've got a word of a week for us here. And uh, this one, it's, it's not a huge word. It, it's, uh, you know, it's a little bit, um, you know, maybe uh, subtle, but the word is innocuous, Ooh. and uh, which, which means that it's not harmful, it's not offensive, it's just sort of maybe understated. It's just a, a small little thing like an innocuous question or statement, something that's not looking to harm. And that's what we hope that the show is, is an innocuous little, little uh, show for you, not meaning to harm or be offensive, but maybe maybe challenge things a little bit, I guess. Uh, anyhow, if you can use innocuous this word during your 
this week during your sentences and speaking, if I could speak, you get yourself 10 bonus points every time you do it. Keep track of your own bonus points. They are yours to keep track of and spend at will. I can't tell you what they're worth, but uh, to me, they're priceless. I love the word of the week. Do you? Yeah, I'm so glad you did. I mean, not this, this particular, particular one. Oh, I, I was like, wow, Bev is really I, feeling strong about innocuous. I just can't wait to hear the word of the week. And then it seems like when you bring in a new word of the week, mm-hmm. which you always do. Uh, each week. Sometime I hear that word. You know, and that's what like, I think oh, is fun is when I, I know hear that, a word of I know the what week, that means uh, now. And, and what's also fun is uh, I have a lot of conversations with listeners. And it's always fun when one of us is able to use a word of the week in our talking and sneak it in there. And not necessarily the current word of the week, but one that we've had. We both will get like this look of like, hey, word of the week, you did it. Nice. And um, so that's always fun. So uh, that would be a great thing to bust out on the Discord chat server after you become a patron. Yeah, I'm not so good at remembering stuff like that. Like I can't really multitask anymore. So while we're sitting here talking, I can't remember the word of the week. Yeah. But, well, but anyway. you know, they are out there. And you can check if you go to look at, uh, you know, look up words of the week. If you just look, the, the word of the week is the title of each show is that mm. word of the week. So um, that's how I get my, my show title. So this this show will be called, uh, you know, show 183, Innocuous. Um, so uh, there you go. Closing in on that 200th show, wow. uh, which will happen. When is that going to happen? I'm looking here. Oh, it's going to be February 8th should wow. be our 200th show. And I'll give you just a little tip of the hat here. The word of the week that week is bicentennial. Oh, cool. Um, so there you go. Fantastic stuff. Anyhow, um, I, I was listening uh, to a podcast a couple weeks ago, and somebody was talking about uh, they, it was a sports podcast, and they were talking about the coach explaining why things were happening, and they they brought up this phrase, which is a, a phrase that comes out of politics that says, "If you're explaining, you're losing," which is to say, if you're explaining why you're doing something, or if you make a comment, you have to explain it. You're already losing the election and that that um phrase is attributed to a guy named george will who is a political pundit in the united states um but it's been used over the years uh, by lots and lots and lots of people but it just you know it rings true to me that you know if i have to explain something if i have to give you my reasons for something then perhaps I'm not on the winning side of the argument yet. And that doesn't mean that by explaining things, we can make things more clear, you know, that that's not something that's a good or valuable thing. But if I have to give you my reasons to make you understand why I've done something, maybe I need to be a little bit less obscure. I need to be a little bit more obvious and uh, purposeful in the things that I'm doing. Uh, what is that? How does that strike you, Bev? Just the idea of if you're explaining, you're losing. Do you just at, at first glance does that seem um, right or wrong or confusing? In in the sense that you introduced that word, <clears throat> explain, it almost sounded like it was synonymous with excuse. Uh huh. You know, so like. I know in the last week or so, I made amends to somebody, somebody and uh, in there, I really chose my words carefully because at no point did I use the word, but, you mm. know, like, um, 
I did this, but, or the reason why I did this was I, I just said simply, I'm sorry, you know, and I hope you can find in your heart to forgive me. So I think sometimes when I get into the, uh, excuse, well, explaining mode, Mm -hmm. it's with the purpose of excusing my behavior or my thinking. Right. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, you know, I have used the phrase with people many, many times in the past, you know, I don't want to hear your excuses. I don't mind hearing your reasons. And I love to hear people's reasons. This is why I did something. But if you're doing it to excuse your behavior, then that's not something I'm as interested in. Mm -hmm. But, but, you know, an excuse means this is going to give you permission to do in the future. To me, when you explain your reasons and we look at the reasons for something happening, that gives us an opportunity now to avoid this same kind of behavior or happening from, you know, becoming a reality again. We can, mm-hmm. we can go on a different path. We can look at a different option for how we move through life. And I'm much more willing to solve problems than to repeat problems. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I completely agree with this with that quote in that a lot of times when people explain things to me I really have a clearer picture of what it is that they're talking to me about. I mean like there's a lot of times that I come to you and say especially with the computer questions or technology I'll say, will you please explain that to me because I don't mm-hmm. get it, mm-hmm. and I'm asking for an explanation, and then it's good, right? You know, right. so and and that you know the, the, when you come to an understanding, I I see that, but I think philosophically, I could make the argument that at the point where you're coming to me for the explanation, you're losing at that point. You don't know, so you're not able to process it, and you're losing at whatever that activity or. Uh, venture or whatever is. If I don't understand a math problem, I'm losing at math right there. Can you read the quote again? Let me. Let if me you're hear. explaining, you're losing. Yeah, but, I, well, I, I guess so, my point is not to argue with you, uh, just to we'll express my... Yourself and we'll see okay. if you lose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if I'm explaining myself, if I'm coming to you because I'm losing, I'm act, asking you to explain... Right. So right. as the imparter of information, right. you're not the one that's losing. Right. And, and I don't think that there's a, that's where, I'm not sure that that's the application for this yeah. is getting an explanation for something is, if you need an explanation, you're a loser. I don't think right. that's necessarily what it is, but I think what it means is um, like, uh, I think this is a thing where, uh, and, and where, it, like I say, it was born out of, political debate sure. that, that if a person says something and now they have to go back and explain their comments that that puts that means you're losing the argument at that point because you're having to explain what you said it wasn't obvious what you said what you said wasn't clearly the right thing mm-hmm. to say that it needs to have much more said about it indicates that it probably or possibly wasn't the right thing to do at that time and it may it may be implied that you're backtracking yeah. You know, going back and try to cover your mess or your tracks. I yes, don't know. Yes, yeah. yes. And I think there is with this uh, with this concept, there is an implicit um, excusing involved with right. the explanation. Right. Um, and, and it can be a thing where 
uh, you know, it's like, hey, what did you mean by that? And and part of recovery, such a, a huge part of recovery is conversation, is mm-hmm. talking and being able to say things to people. And, and this is one of the, the beautiful things about um, if you haven't been to a, a Celebrate Recovery meeting, the second part of the meeting is is oftentimes where the real growth happens, and that's in the open share group, because one of the five group guidelines of, of our, our small groups is there's no crosstalk. So when a person starts speaking, they have the floor, and, and you don't get to butt in or interrupt or make noises or tisk or humph or whatever. They get the chance to just speak. And I heard um, the son of our founder, uh, Johnny Baker, explaining one time beautifully. It really made it make sense to me. He's like, that five minutes, I know that I've got that five minutes and it might be the only five minutes in my week where I can say something and my boss, my child, my coworker, my spouse is not going to interrupt me or tell me why I'm wrong. I'm just going to get the chance to just put this out there and and lay it out. And so because we have that in our built into the DNA of our our recovery groups and celebrate recovery, sometimes people will say something and they don't they they do have a chance to say, you know, to speak too far. You know, the the freedom of speaking makes it so we can go farther than we might have and say more than than we might have in order to be, you know, demure or innocuous. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, you know, there's that distinct possibility that we can overstate our case or or tread on uh, ground that might be a little touchy for some people. So, um, so then when we have to go back and then explain it, you know, hey, what did you mean when you said that? What what what? What's going on? Or like, oh gosh, well, let me let me say, you know, let me let me just say why I said that. I think that that indicates that we've 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 recognized a problem and we're trying to to fix a problem, which can be good, but it also indicates, hey, we're in a problem area there. Mm-hmm. And oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say it seems to me like maybe in um, in terms of what we're talking about today too, that explanation can be used as a, um, uh, what's the word I want to say? Let's say that you're talking and I'm checked out because I'm thinking about what I want to say. Right. I might ask you to explain stuff just to fill the time so that I can have more time to think about what I'm going to say. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Oh, I do. Uh, yeah. I do. And I, and, I, and I mean, even when I have a guest on, I always tell them, okay, these hand signals mean I'm taking a drink. You keep talking. Yeah. And I, I think that sometimes you get that with, you know, the, it, man, I'm not trying to cast aspersions on anybody here, but, you know, the proverbial used car salesman you know, who just keeps explaining and explaining and explaining, explaining why you need this vehicle. And it's like, uh, I'm done. Right. And it'll be the thing that'll make you turn on your heel and walk away. Yeah. That hard you know? sell. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting. Well, I, I want to talk more about this, but uh, I see that we are, you know, 
slamming right through the 15-minute barricade here. Uh, so I want to throw it to our song of the week real quick. And recently, Bev and I went to go see Need to Breathe, and they did a song called Banks that we both really liked. Mm. And and this is a song where I'm, I'm pretty sure when we come back, Bev's going to talk about the thing that I'm going to talk about because there's a, a particular point in this song that we both really like. But that's okay. You'll get to hear Bev's thoughts about this first. So I'll come up with something new in the break. But right now, here's about 90 seconds of the song Banks by Need to Breathe, and we'll be back to see if Bev steals my line 90 seconds from now. I want to hold you close but never hold you back Just like the banks to the river And if you ever feel like you are not enough I'm gonna break all your mirrors I want to be there when the darkness closes in To make the truth a little clearer Wanna hold you close but never hold you back I'll be the banks for your river trying to do as long as I can flow along with you I want to hold you close but never hold you back just like the banks to the river and if you ever feel like you are not enough I'm gonna break all your mirrors I want to be there when the darkness closes in to make the truth a little clearer so there you go, and I think we got three parts of coming back to this. One of them is boom, the other two are both shakalaka. Uh, so you got boom, <laughs> shakalaka uh, coming in here uh, after that song. Uh, Bev, what do you got? I think that when we saw um, Need to Breathe performing this song, he prefaced it by saying that he wrote it for his wife. Mm-hmm. And so what I have to say is that um, I really, really like the line that says I want to be there when the voices in your head are loud enough to make you lose your mind that's the first part and then it says just the same when you're dominating the day and then it goes on to say it doesn't matter if we win or lose I can stay or it could come no matter where you're coming from I can be the one to let you choose and the reason why I say that is because I know Paul, you and I have been married for over 26 years. Mm -hmm. And one of the precious things about our relationship is that I hope I'm as good at this as you are good at this. But it doesn't matter where the life that we have together takes us, whether it's great or whether it's not great, we know we're still in that together with Mm -hmm. it and working together. And so that power to choose you know, I'm really happy to give you that, and you're really happy to give me that. And it doesn't matter which way you choose or which way I choose. The other person is willing to accept that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think everybody has that. So uh, to me, this is a song of gratefulness, yes. of thankfulness that that we have that yeah. in our marriage. Yeah, and I love the the uh, just supportiveness of this song. You know, the whole idea of it, it, it talks in the 
the chorus about wanting to be the banks of your river and the banks don't make the river the water makes the river the river is the river but the banks help it to flow and 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 go with it and guide it and and define it more and that's what i think a spouse does for the other is is they help it to to flow and they they allow it to keep moving they don't dam it up and stop it but they keep it from just going over because if there's no banks the river will just spill everywhere it won't be a river anymore it'll be a bog or a marsh or or just a puddle somewhere but the river has banks in it and it flows and i love that idea but the song you know the lyric that got both of us when we heard this song that i thought you were going to take from me you so graciously let me have it is uh that he says and if you ever feel like you're not enough i'm gonna break all your mirrors Mm. so that you can't look at the thing that you think is not worthy because i think it's worthy and um i know as, as your husband i see you as just wonderful and marvelous and and i know that i see you not liking a certain thing or the way your hair is going or you know whatever it is and i'm just like no bev it's perfect you know that that the spinach looks great in your teeth uh, <laughs> that and and that's the way I, I know that you feel about me as well so it's just a wonderful thing and i think that that's how god feels about us it's like he doesn't want to stop us he didn't want to dam up our river he just wants to be banks to keep us you know moving forward and, and moving in a, a a way that's worthwhile yeah. Yeah. yeah so good stuff. Great, yeah. great, great song. Yeah. Yes. Really, really like yes. that. Um, so we talked about the the idea of if you're explaining, you're losing. And that it sort of has a negative connotation and a uh, um, an excuse kind of a thing. So let's look. Let's take the mess. Let's turn it into a message. How can our explanation then turn us into winning how how can we make it so that the explanation can become a strength for us one of the things that i think of right away is that if i'm ready to make an explanation i actually kind of need to wait until i'm invited to do that Mm. to find out if the other person is ready for that yes or if they're asking for information or clarification because if i just force it on somebody it probably means that i may be stalling um just trying to keep the platform you mm-hmm. know just trying to um what do you call it when you're in congress or the senate and you're oh, ju- filibuster. filibustering mm-hmm. yeah right um i don't want it to be that Right. So waiting to be invited to explain, I think, is a, maybe a good thing. I think that's an important aspect because when a person invites the explain, they are now theoretically much more receptive to whatever it is that you're going to say. Uh, if, if a person, like I, I've got a, a coffee cup here that I use. It's my Yeti cup and it's got a, a lid that goes on that keeps it nice and hot. If I don't take that lid off and I pour my coffee and it's not ready to receive, the coffee might be hot, the coffee might be good, the coffee might be yummy, but if my lid's on, the coffee's gonna be everywhere, it's gonna splash and I'm not gonna have that coffee. I've gotta take that lid off, now it's ready to be received. And when a person asks for that explanation, now they've taken the lid off and they're asking, okay, go ahead and pour the coffee into the cup and then they can put the lid on at their own uh, pace so that they can keep that information worthwhile. So yeah, I think that's a very important thing to to make sure that a person is ready to receive the information we're having. 
it, it can be super easy for me to just want to fix. If you're a person with a problem, well, let me fix that problem. I think the second thing for me would be that when that explanation comes, it's completely in truth. That mm. it's not made, um, just made up, you know, trying to pad my opinion or back up my opinion that it's true to the question that's being asked and to the topic that's relevant. Right. Right. I, I know I've heard uh, reasonings for people and they, they've done the explanation on something where it just doesn't, you know, pass the ear test, the eye test, the truth test, the reasonable test. It's just, you know, the, the one that I hate is, is, is saying, well, you know, well, why did you make that comment? Well, I didn't know the cameras were on. I didn't mm-hmm. know it was being recorded. Mm-hmm. I didn't know mm-hmm. the microphone was hot. Like, well, okay. So you still made the comment. You're not saying you disagree with the comment. You're just saying, well, I didn't make that for everyone to hear. I still feel this, but but I don't want everyone to think that I feel this way. It just doesn't right. ring true. Right. And so, yeah, I think if, if somebody's giving me reasonings, rationales, explanations, I definitely want it to match up with what I'm seeing um, so that it, it has a some sort of weight of authenticity to it rather than just another, you know, wheelbarrow full of poppycock. Right. Uh, we, we don't need that. Right. The third one that I can think of is it's kind of a combined thought. Number one is to put myself in the shoes of the other person. Um, I know after being in the classroom teaching first graders for over 30 years, you know, there are many students that I had to go over and over and over the same concept. Um, and it was like, gosh, didn't we just do this for the last mm. two weeks? A very exact same thing, and now you're not understanding. But for me, because I had understanding, it was like, I got to understand that they don't understand. Does that right. make sense? Right. Um, so it comes from a place of humility, I think, but really trying to get in somebody else's shoes yeah. and figuring out where they're going. And then the, the last one that I would say, because I thought it kind of went hand in hand, was that um, if they're looking to you for an explanation, that means they really honor you. They, they see you as mm-hmm. someone who can enlighten their life, um, maybe make the road a little smoother. Um, I mean, it's, it's a humbling thing sometimes to ask somebody to help you right. to figure something out, especially sure. because you, you got to now explain what's going on in your head, why you don't understand, right? you know? So, and I think of, you know, one of, if you've been in a, any kind of a study with me or conversation you may have heard me use the phrase say more about that mm-hmm. and that's me searching for mm-hmm. for more information i'm not quite understanding what you said or how you said it or why you said it and i but i want to i'm not just going to walk away from the comment i mean there's times where i'll be having a conversation with a person and they'll say something and i just shake my head i'm like okay whatever you know, don't say more about that because that was nonsense you know that was you're just ranting or going off on some you know spiel that i am not in agreement with or whatever and i just I want to turn you off as fast as I can. I want to hit block on on the mm-hmm. the social media, you know, app or whatever it is. So um, I think of that, but I also think of the testimony, and when mm. we are talking about these things and yes. showing people what it was. And I know for me, uh, my greatest testimony was my book because it was the most in depth that I did. 
uh, you know, writing out a, a, a 20 minute testimony. It takes several pages, but when I wrote my book, it was, you know, several hundred pages and I, I got to see cause and effect. I got to see uh, these catalyst actions that happened in my younger age that then came back, you know, seeds that were planted and then 20 years down the line, those sprouts that had come up were now taking over the garden and and explaining that and, and looking at it. Yes, I was losing. I was losing at life, but the explanation showed me how to change and then hopefully showed other people how to maybe avoid my mistakes and learn from what I had gone through, which is the power of the testimony is, is just showing people, look, yeah, mistakes can be made, but victory can also be mm-hmm. won um, yeah. through doing this. And, and if I can do it, you can do it. And my whole concept of that idiot uh, can come from that as well. That's a really, really good, good analogy there. I really like that. You know, I was just thinking as you were talking, though, I suppose... And maybe we should have, I should have mentioned this in the first part of this show rather than the last part. I suppose sometimes needing an explanation and losing would could mean I'm just too lazy to figure it out. So rather than try to find an explanation, I just keep wandering around doing the same stupid stuff over again and again and again. For example, if I don't know how to fix the unclogged sink, you know, I can either go and find an explanation or I can just sit in the insanity of that and just quit and not even want to know. And so there's that aspect to the losing, you know, without an explanation or, you know, so does that make sense to you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And, And I think if we hold to this idea of this being, you know, maybe having a, a, some kernel of truth in it, then that couldn't be also, it, it can also be a, a warning to us that when, when I find myself explaining something, okay, all right, so that means there's a problem. Right. You know, I, I explain a problem. I don't typically explain a victory. I typically explain a loss. Right, I don't right. typically explain something that's going well. I explain why something didn't go well. And I always told my kids when I was teaching the best science happens when your hypothesis is wrong. And now you've got to explain why it isn't investigate that. So it doesn't have to be seen as a loss just because we're losing a battle doesn't mean we lose the war, but it is an invitation to get better. It's an invitation to investigate and course correct. Right. I was just thinking about uh, in the context of, of Jesus and the way he did things. You ah, know, here we go with Jesus. Yes, here we go. These Jesus words, right? Um, no, I mean, the Bible is full of his teachings, which he also often spoke in parables. And a lot of times, I know it says the disciples didn't understand, mm-hmm. but Jesus didn't give them more. It was like, just trust me. Mm. Just trust me. So to, and I don't know if that's truly on topic or not, but... Um, he explained all he needed to explain. And then from there on, it's just like, just, just do this because I love you. And I, I have a good reason for well, and, this. And, you know, with regards to parables, you know, that makes it so now you apply this to your life. Don't apply it to my life. Don't apply it right. to Jimmy's life. Apply it to right. Paul's life. Um, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm mixing up explanation and details. I don't know. They're not the same thing. 
Well, I hope the details aren't Jesus because I've heard the devil's in the details. Oh, is that what it is? I mean, I've been All told right. that. Um, so I, I, I don't know. It could be. It might not be. This is innocuous. It is. Very good, Jeff. Nice job there, Bev. Ten points. Um, well, I think what we're going to do is we're going to leave it right there at that um, and uh, let people get on with their week. Hopefully you have gotten something from this. Uh, let us know what you think. Send an email, uh, bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com or info at messituppodcast.com. Give me a call or a text, 760-608-1942. And just let me know what you think about this. If you agree or disagree, let's keep the conversation going. Maybe maybe join us on Facebook and say, hey, uh, Bowtie Guy, you said this. What did you mean by that? Or, or explain yourself uh, right here, <laughs> uh, loser. Um, or you can join our Patreon and get on the Discord chat and, and chat with other listeners about what they thought about this idea. So there's lots of options out there for you to keep the conversation going. But for right now, we're going to leave it there. Hopefully, uh, you have a great rest of your week. I see Bev's face. Looks like she wants I to do. say something. I do. Uh, you just said that people might call you a loser. I think of you as a loser. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to break all your mirrors. Oh, okay. thank you, Bev. Because I don't Pulling want you to think of banks. yourself that yeah. way. Um, so, uh, uh, anyhow, uh, appreciate that. And that's all we got. So we'll see you next time you mess it up. Thanks for checking out the mess it up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at mess Don't forget to share with your friends and we'll see you next time. We mess it up. Yeah.